<laughs> hey! <Yeah>. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. That's good. Thank you. So... So, you wow! Could, you could almost just seriously press record as soon as we sit down, and then you could just go back and edit it. So yeah, because I was thinking, like, how do I get us back to what we were just talking about? Because I feel like the last two episodes, maybe I've done that where we started talking about something, and I've been like, wait, no, like we should record this. So I've had to, you know, like let's rewind thirty seconds. But then as soon as I was like, how do I want to get to it? I just like totally <laughs> blanked. And I was like, there's no good way to do this. And I don't want to say the exact same thing I said last episode. Like, so <laughs> right before we started recording, you were saying, it's like, oh, that's not good. That's not, it's not creative, you know, to do the same thing over and over. You ever hear people talk and they just use the same word too many times in a short amount of time? I catch myself doing that. So yeah, it's the, it's the worst in writing. Like yeah, when you have to actually read it and yep. it's like, whoa, I can't read that word that many times. Yeah, there was actually a a book series I was reading about five or six years ago, and I feel like someone, the author, had just decided to get himself a word a day, a word a day calendar. Because he, he got stuck on dubious or dubiously or dubiousness. <laughs> and he was using dubious so many times. I was like, I, I can't. I got to, I got through the second book of like four. He was using dubious. Like, I feel like every other page. I'm like, you, you, you're saying dubious way too much. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a word that really needs to be used very often. And believe it or not, there's other words that mean dubious. <laughs> I feel like you're a writer. You should know that. <laughs> Man, I'm. I think something's going on. I think that looking after those chickens for the last couple of days, I think that like the smell like went into my brain. <laughs> the I, fumes. I have like chicken brain. <laughs> I was noticing you were bobbing your head a little weirder. <laughs> you know how like you look at a chicken and kind of like the deer in headlights, and they just like freeze. No, chickens. Chickens and I don't get along. So you don't look at them. No. You and them don't. No. No eye contact. No. Can they look straight ahead with both eyes? Or do they have to do the thing where they just look out of one side of their head at a time? Well, they're positioned on either side, right? So they right. can't look like directly forward. So if you were to stare a chicken in the face, he couldn't even see you. <laughs> He'd be like side-eyeing me, yeah. Maybe that's yeah, maybe that's why they're so like questionable. <laughs> they are questionable. You get 18 of them around your feet, it feels it's, a little freaky. Like you can't just look me in the eye. <laughs> And have this conversation. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> okay, so chickens. Chickens. Pollo. Pollo. We were talking not polo. about not not polo, but pollo, and how out here with the very large, I don't know the word anymore. Mexican American population. <laughs> Latino. Apparently, that's not Mex. That's not Mexican. I don't know. That, fine. Latino just... is some. The islands. The large Mexican population. Hispanic. Hispanic. Hispanic, I think, includes people from Spain. And I'm not talking about people from Spain. There, we got some people from Spain here. Who? 
Well, I don't know their names. Spaniards. Spaniards. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do we go from Hispanics? I mean, why do we go from Spaniards to Hispanics? There is a. I think Spaniard means only Spain. You got to be from Spain, right? Oh, okay. But if you were colonized by Spain, then Hispanic. you're Hispanic. You know, I thought all my, not all my life, probably a good half, maybe until I moved here, like Colorado, <laughs> that people from Spain were brown. Oh, because, yeah, no. Because it's like, you're, well, you're Spanish, you're Hispanic, you're Mexican, it's so you you're speak brown. Spanish, like you're brown. And I always, in the back of my head, was like, but they're like right next to France. <laughs> France isn't brown. So like, what happened in Spain that made all these Spanish people brown? And I never, like, during, during like, well, like American history or history class in elementary school, middle school, honestly, probably through high school, was I like, well, how? What happened? And never thought about what like happened? all this colonization, but anyway, <laughs> you said it bothers you that there's a restaurant in town called Me Mexico, and what I just said <laughs> triggers you. Oh yeah, triggered because it's it's M I Mexico, like not yeah. M E. It's it's it's. Spanish for my, my Mexico. Mexico. So it should either be pronounced my Mexico or me Mexico, not <laughs> my Mexico or me Mexico. Right. You can't just intertwine. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the Mexican restaurants in town, you know, Rio Bravo or Fiesta Guadalajara or Dos Herbertos, you know, like you don't, you don't like. To Gerberto's, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Don. Don Gerberto's. But. Um, to Hilberto's. <laughs> okay. It, I'm sorry. It was, it was Dos Hermanos. That's, that was the, the taco place now over on the corner. Um, but nowhere else are you mixing. Do you like, th- you don't say party Guadalajara. You know. <laughs> Do you-, <laughs> you don't say r- River Bravo. <laughs> What should we do with the what well, the foreign language intonation? Should we just say shit? There's a word for it. I don't know the word. Should we just say the shit in English? Because we would know what we're talking about. Is is there a reason why we have to pronunciate the words the way that they were used? In another, like, we go to Burger King. Okay. Order a ham and cheese croissant. I don't go to Burger King and order a ham and cheese croissant. I, please right? do that from now on. Or, <laughs> or I don't go to City Market and ask, do you a have bugger. any bugger? A bugger. It's like, <laughs> you're, making, you're making me wish this was video game because <laughs> the face you make when you speak French is great. <laughs> croissant. <laughs> It's a hard word to say the way they say it. You have to like Croissant? distort. Right? Drop the T off. Yeah. But that's just become, everybody knows what's a croissant. Right. No one's going to be like, 
what? What is it that you want? Right. And well, I guess with French, what do we say? Order, hors d'oeuvres or whatever? Hors d'oeuvres, yeah. Yeah. How do you say that? And I, I think is it, that the French pronunciation? I think it's hors d'oeuvres. I mean, because if you look at it, it's like whores <laughs> divorce, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so when you brought up the Mexico thing, Mexico, me, Mexico, I thought about this thing that came up on this controller's broken video game podcast a couple episodes ago. Morgan lives in Connecticut. Okay. It's very, apparently, I don't know if this is the entire Northeastern United States or if it's specifically... Connecticut, but Connecticut says they got the best pizza. And then I was shown like proof that there is a lot of supporting evidence that Connecticut pizza is superior to New York pizza. I don't, I haven't had New York pizza, right? So, but that to me living in the South and living out here, it's always just been like New York's got the pizza. That's, yeah. that's the Italian, but apparently Connecticut has a huge Italian community. Right. And their pizzas hasn't been like bastardized as much as New York pizza by Americans. Right. Just okay. go. Just, that's not the important part. Right. Morgan was talking about how he gets pizza with moots on it. Is that mozzarella? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I was like, he said it a couple of times and I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Right. And, I, and then he typed it in the chat, like M-O-O-T-S, moots. And I was like, and he was like, you know, that's what the Italians call it, like mozzarella or whatever. So and he's I, he's slanging a, an Italian word. Well, I don't know if he's slanging it or if he's, or, or if they if he's just pronouncing it how they're pronouncing okay. it. Okay. But anyone from California through... I don't know, probably like Boston and down is going to be like mozzarella. (laughs) And he was very firm that like, this is how they say it. This is what they call it. No one says mozzarella. It's just moots. And it's like, okay, but are you aware that you're the only one that does this and that, the 95% of the rest of the country doesn't. Right. And he seemed kind of like, you know, like head exploding. Like, no, it's, it's, it's moots. That's, and it's like, okay, but like the croissant thing, when, when Morgan goes to the grocery store or the bakery, does he say croissant (laughs) or does he say croissant? Right. Because when, and this doesn't apply just to Morgan, but to anyone who has a local slang or pronunciation, how do you choose? Where's the line between I'm going to put respect on mozzarella and I'm going to call it its indigenous name. Right. But I don't care about a croissant. So I'm not going to respect the croissant and I'm going to put the hard T, you know? Right. Is it a respect thing? I mean, is it a respect for the item or is it a respect for the culture or did he just grow up saying that 
So I, that's what he knows. I think, I mean, well, in his particular case, he grew up saying that. So there is a respect thing to it. Like, this is this is the history I know. So this is, you know, it, it's like it's like when someone tries to say Olath, you know, Olatha. And it's like, <laughs> no, dude, that's that's not what it is. It's Olatha. It, how is it supposed to be pronounced? Olatha. Oh, okay. It, it's it's a Native American name. You you sound it out phonetically, Olatha. Okay. You know, <clears throat> it's not Olath. You know, um, my brother-in-law's parents used to call Imogene past Imogene. I'm okay. like, no, it's it's Imogene. It's it's a Native American name. Do all Imogene. Do all of these <laughs> things bother you to the extent of the Me Mexico thing, or is it specifically just even the Me, me Mexico? Even the Me Mexico thing doesn't. Like I'm not like writing you know Facebook posts about it, but I will I do correct them. But it's it's more like every, almost, every it's time. almost like a teasing. Well, yeah, because my mom's like we're going. Well, actually, my mom's gotten to the point where she just says we're going to me. Like she just drops the the, okay. me, the Mexico off. That's good. And everyone knows where. But you know, I'll hear other people in my family say me Mexico. I was like Mexico. Is that the place that Justin gets the, the weird ugly, green bowl? Yeah, that yeah. green bowl of seafood throw up. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my favorite place. I like their salsa, and I like their, I get their their Mexican trio, it comes with carne and pollo and some bacon wrapped shrimp. It's pretty good. Uh, Sorry, it, bacon wrapped prawn. <laughs> is that the Hispanic word? No, it's Mexican most, it's, word. I guess Mexican just, is a language, right? No, Spanish is the language. Yeah, but. People from Spain and people from Mexico don't speak the exact same version. Just, of... just like us, the Australians, the English, we all don't speak the same English. But they call what we speak American English. Yes, they do put that addendum in front of it. Australian English, UK So English. is there Mexican Spanish? Is I think so, called? yeah. Okay. So it's or not they a... would call it, I think in high school they called it conversational Spanish. <laughs> it's not offensive then, right? To what? To say, oh, he speaks Mexican. It's not correct. You're not offending. It's correct, isn't You're not going to offend me, but they would say it's Spanish. But it's not. Because but really it is because they they say habla español. They don't say habla mexicano. <laughs> I wonder if some people do. I've never heard it before. It's it's always español. Probably which is the, Spanish. The countries are so far apart that there's not a lot of intermingling between the two. I bet if you move them together. That they would have some sort of like class division, you know, like <laughs> we speak, well, like how the British think they're superior, right? Uh, silly, and they're silly British people. <laughs> I think you'd get that from the Spaniards, right? But I catch like this little thing in my brain. Anytime I say like Mexican, there's this little thing that's like, that's not the right thing to say. Like, it almost has been conditioned, maybe, maybe by myself, or maybe some other outside thing that like that's offensive somehow. Well, but if go you, ahead. but you're from Mexico, yeah. you grew up in Mexico, right? Like you're Mexican. Yeah. Has it just been that Puerto Ricans are called Mexicans, and it's like okay, well that's that's wrong. That's offensive because it's Mexican. wrong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's where it's come from. That it's like, do you ever do you feel that? I, I understand where you're coming from because not only have we had these discussions before, where you 
back on the, the chicken broccoli days, you've mentioned that you, you want to try and be respectful and good to people because you care about how they view you. You don't want to offend anybody because you don't want them to think less of you. I don't you know? want to ever offend somebody on accident. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if I'm going to offend somebody, I'm going to do it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, I think we've talked a lot about how, to me, it's a, it's a, you know, what, why, why am I, am I saying Mexican directly to offend you? If I know you're not Mexican or something, right? You know, it's 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 all about, you know, what my drive is. Why am I saying it? You know, um, if you, you were... know, if we break it down to brass tacks, okay. You know, a baby born here to two Mexican migrants would be mm. a Mexican American, but the parents would be Mexican because they came from Mexico. You know, and there are some people out there. You know, I remember hearing this. This uh, soundbite from remember Raven Simone from you know, that, that's so Raven <laughs> yeah okay, um, I believe it was her. Someone was talking to her about how she's African American. She said, "No, I'm just I'm just American. I wasn't born in Africa. Just because I'm black doesn't make me African American. I'm American. I was born here. This is where I'm from. This is who I am." So you why know? would the baby Mexican be Mexican American? Because he well that, that's. That was see. That's Raven's take on it, and I just, agree with her. I think that's where you're born. Then that's who you are. You know, that's not who you are. That's that's what you are. You know, you get all those British people who are actually born in South Africa in some British colony down there, right? Right. Um, I used to have a a guy who came to my shop who was like, he was like, I'm African. I'm like, dude, you are whiter than I am. You know, South Africa's like huge with right. And, he's, and, he, and he had the accent and everything. I'm like... British accent? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he he made that beer I was telling you about a couple lines ago. <laughs> but, but, I mean, the guy's name is Nigel, okay? like <laughs> Yeah. It's about as English as you get. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm South African. And a big love for, like, the whole Zulu thing. And, you know, he's... But he owns. He's like, I'm South African. Like, I'm, I'm a white African, you know? But he's all. But he is. He was born and raised there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not British at all. He he went to a British a British finishing school. Can you imagine he was sending teenager. your kid to something called a finishing school? I can't. I can't imagine that. <laughs> but so I mean, it comes down to what your motivation is. You know, are you are you mispronouncing things to be a dick, or are you just, you know. I've told some people, like, you know, when they tell me, you know, I, I have some Mexican. See, so you thought twice about saying Right. I, I have said, have some Mexican clients, and they tell me their names. I was like, I'll warn you, like, I'm going to butcher that for a long time. You know, I'm, I'm very white. I don't pronounce it well. I'll try. I don't see you every day, so just bear with me. I'm not trying to offend you. Does, you know. I'm stuck on this. Okay. We're here recording for for does does Hispanic include everything from Central America and all those islands and everything until you get to South America and I, then also but I, not is like it seems like a very encompassing word. I feel like you could almost, as far as like race intermingling goes, 
that's like saying like we're we're Anglo-Saxon, right? Like I've got I've never like, even understood what that we're we're white. We're, <laughs> we're the we're the product of the Anglos and the Saxons coming together and and forming their own thing. When okay. was this? Oh, forever ago. Like like 98? <laughs> I I don't know, I guess. Okay. But I think I think if we're talking about races, you know, co-mingling, intermingling, however you want to say it, you know, you'd probably have to stop where wherever the, the Hispanic or the Spaniards stopped, you know, moving. So, like, I wouldn't consider a Brazilian a Hispanic. Right. Well, that's... You know, that's South America, yeah. right? So, I don't know where that expansion stopped, you know? I don't know where they were like, we're, we're going to chill here, you know? Um, but I would think anyone, anyone with Hispanic or Spaniard heritage can say I'm Hispanic, you know, like you ever see on those government forms, like, are you Caucasian, non-Hispanic? Yeah. And it's like, it, are there Caucasians that, well, and now you know that there are Caucasians that are Hispanic. I actually know a woman who's. What like if, literally half Spanish and she's very white. What if you were a native indigenous person that lived in Mexico or, you know, what is now Mexico? Like an Aztec? Yeah, sure. But you never fucked a Spanish dude. So like you're not Hispanic. Like you stayed pure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> So that would be incorrect. Like if there are Aztec tribes or native North American, Central American, like tribes that stayed, that would be, you can't just take Mexico and say Hispanic. Because what if you didn't? They kind of wiped the Aztecs out. We we still have. If they didn't breed with them. Native Americans. They wiped them out. I, I don't think you're going to find a pure Aztec anymore. Do Europeans call everybody that lives here, oh, they're, they're American? I don't know that. They, they wouldn't go out of their way to be like, oh, I went and visited Nevada one time, and I had to be really careful who I called an American. <laughs> right? They, don't, they don't, probably don't concern themselves with. Right. Okay. But they think they're better than us anyway. So natives, <laughs> yeah, the natives, Europeans, <laughs> the Europeans. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I watched this. Man, see, it's the chicken thing again. It's just like I zoned like, out for every a second. time you close your eyes, you see the chicken, and then mm-hmm. like they're just in my brain. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so <laughs> she. She had rabbits as well out here. Right. And she was like, we're going to be gone for three days. There are, I don't know, 10 rabbits. She's like four of them, four or five of them, whatever are female. They're possibly all pregnant. And if they are pregnant, like they're due while we're gone. So she was also like, if these rabbits give birth, I need you to like 
watched after the babies and this happens and this happens and this can happen. And so like in the back of my mind, I'm like rabbit babies. <laughs> like, do I, do I need to be concerned? <laughs> like I'm done working out there, but I, it was such a like, dude, turkeys and pheasants and rabbits. And I was like, man, this is, this do is they, overwhelming. Do they eat the rabbits? Well, the rabbits are in cages but the chickens are kind of free range around the caged rabbits. So they could like peck at them maybe through the right wire, but yeah, uh, chicken, luckily there were no, there were no births while I was there. Chickens are evil. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't have to... She had like hair dryers and stuff set out to like warm them up if they got too cold. Not like a heating lamp? <laughs> no, a blow dryer. A blow dryer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. It was quite an operation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds like it. So I was watching a cooking video. This is a dude that just films a restaurant, films a chef preparing different meals that the restaurant serves. There's almost never any sort of talking. There's the background noise. There's the sounds of the restaurant, but he's not talking. There's no interviews. They don't even discuss like what the dude's doing. Right. So it's just the camera filming, whatever this guy's making. And he takes out this giant, like 30 pound crab. Um, well, it was like 50 something kilograms. So I'm guessing that's like 30 ish pounds. Right. Ish. And you know, they take it out of the tank. Things kicking, it's alive, it's snapping, it's doing its crab thing. <laughs> Dude flops it on the table, takes out scissors, and cuts its legs off. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> there is very few other animals that I can think of. Like I can't picture like a chicken who's getting flopped on a table alive. And getting like its legs cut off. You generally chop its head off first, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't go out into your barn and grab your cow and just saw the leg off <laughs> and take it inside and prepare it. And go about your business. <laughs> Good job, Bessie. <laughs> and when I've seen lobsters, crabs, or whatever, they'll take them live and, drop and, them and they'll drop them and boil them. Right. Which I imagine if, if these animals feel pain, like that's pretty quick. You right. just get boiled alive like seconds, maybe. Yeah. But this thing was in the water, hanging out, and then it's getting all four of its legs cut off with scissors, and then the dude like cracks it open and like you know how they like flay open the the inside, like yeah. the body of right. the crab, and its little mandibles are like you know Still doing little. their thing and. They don't make any noise. No. I guess. They don't have any sort of way to do that. Communicate. <laughs> but the video, this dude's videos get like millions of views. And I'm sure there's plenty of other videos of seafood or people that have eaten this shit that, that are aware that this is what happens. Right. What is the reason that dude, there would be... This dude would probably get murdered if he did this to a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or anything, any kind of mammal 
I mean, even fish generally, when you see people kill fish, they do the dock thing, right? They smack it on the dock to kill it after they catch it or they chop its head off. Like first thing or like the gill thing, right? Yeah. Is it because they're like bugs that nobody cares? I suppose it's possible. Do you you think that it's fucked up? Like, couldn't the dude have just like... I mean, I couldn't do it. Simply because that sounds weird to me. But, you know, I've read and heard, and I don't know how they know this, that, you know, fish don't feel pain. Right. Uh, Shellfish don't feel pain. Like... First off, how do you know? Like, do you do you just you know? There's no nerve endings for it, so you just kind of know, you know. Well, I guess they do know if there are nerve endings or not. But wouldn't a crab living in the ocean that gets caught by something, if it doesn't feel that it got caught by something, how would it know that it needs to get away? Well, I think there's like resistance, right? If your leg isn't moving when you told it to There's no pain it's just you're like something's hey, got me well, something's yeah something's got my leg <laughs> i if somebody were to show me like scientifically these things don't feel pain i think i i wouldn't argue with it and right. be like oh okay so they don't that's fine but it's hard for me to believe that some kind of living thing like that like plants don't have brains right the crabs got brains it's a little hard to believe that. So you're telling me they feel nothing. Like they feel like a, I'm pulling your arm off, but you don't feel pain. You just feel the pull. Just the absence of the arm. But you feel, you feel the pull, but there's no pain associated with the pull. It's just like, Oh, it got pulled off. Right. And now I don't, my other leg doesn't feel that, leg there anymore yeah but it didn't hurt i guess it's it's hard it's hard to imagine i i've had some shoulder work done many years ago and the you know the medical term for blocking putting a block on it when they did the surgery i mean they put me under but they also put a block on the shoulder and my arm was just dead weight for like three hours after i woke up like I could feel it moving, but I couldn't feel anything. Like it was there, but in that moment, you could have pulled my arm off, and I would I would have been like, "Well, I, I felt it move, but there was no pain involved." Say you know? that you were a seafood chef, okay, and this was your life was it forty years, or whatever. Okay, <laughs> you're older. Not that you started being a chef when you were two. No, right, like right. In this story, you're like 60. All right. And you've already been doing this for 40 years. I got you. And when you first got hired, your your master was like, what? yeah, because you're an apprentice. My sensei. Yeah. Was like, these crabs don't feel pain. Don't worry about it. It just starts to get These lobsters, they don't feel <laughs> Watch. <laughs> and... You're like, okay, you do this for 40 years, cut crab legs off all day long, right? off these live crabs. And then you retire and you're watching the news one day and it's like, report, 
crabs feel pain. <laughs> <laughs> this just did. <laughs> and like, without a doubt, like scientific proof, right? We talked to a crab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told us it hurts. <laughs> no, really, it hurts. What happens to your psyche at that point? Do you like crumple onto the floor and just like cry and cry or are you just kind of like fuck those crabs <laughs> like, no, i think i don't know if i cry and cry but i'm like wow that sucks you know that would be, wow that's I'm, I'm very... like, like man i'm a carnivore right i'm i'm gonna eat the meat but you would know? you eat the meat would you go to a farm fresh to table <laughs> Cow leg would thump. Well, the cows have to flop it around. <laughs> yeah. Mooing really fucking crazy. No, I'd be like, can we kill that thing before we start chopping it up? Okay, so what's the difference? There's a difference in your mind somewhere between cow and crab. Maybe because they are just like big water bugs. <laughs> and I don't like bugs. So. <laughs> this is what you get for looking like a spider. <laughs> if, if there were land spiders... If there were, well, there are. Let me let me clarify. There are land spiders do exist. <laughs> if they were the size of these crabs, thirty pound that would be spider. terrifying. But they they don't live here. They're not in your house. There are spiders in the jungle or whatever. Okay. Breaking news. Spiders in jungle. <laughs> Biggest crabs. <laughs> if people were going in there with nets, you know, and hauling them out, would you eat it? No. You eat crab? Yes. You like crab? I mean, I, I could take it or leave it. Oh, I, I love it. Do you? Yeah. But it's very expensive. It so is. So it's kind of like, uh, not, right. not today. Yeah. You like lobster? Yeah. Shrimp, shrimp? Give me a, a water bug that you love. I don't love any of them, ah, but if, okay. you, if you put a lobster tail next to a steak, I'll eat it. Okay, so what if it was a spider? No. Okay. But what? Aren't, aren't they the same thing? Probably. Aren't they all arthropods? Sure. Yes. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah I, I, but, you what know. What if it was an ant? But it was... 30 pound, a 30 ant. pound, <laughs> yeah, a land ant, not a sea ant. <laughs> yeah, wait, let me be clear. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to think I would try anything at least once, you know, like well, those. I like, guess what I'm getting if you tried the spider somehow, somebody said it was a crab and you ate it, and, and you were and like, it was like, it's like, oh, that was a spider. <laughs> would you be like, oh, well, that was great, let me get. Right. Let me get another. Yeah. Yeah. You you okay? So you would. Right. It's like the first time my dad offered me a smoked oyster. But you just told me that you wouldn't eat it because it was a spider. Though. I said I'd like to think I would try anything once. But okay, if I tried it and it sucked, I'm not going to keep eating it. But you tried the spider and it was good. You'd be cool. Like okay, I'm yeah, I'm gonna eat spider. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You might have to trick me with the the crab thing. Right. You know. Oh, do you know who Brandon Ferris is? Uh huh. He's he's a he's a YouTuber and he's. He did this thing for a while where he was 
just eating weird things in his car. And that he, had, he found in his car? No. Like, oh. like he just happened to be shooting these videos in his car. Okay. And one of them, he's actually eating a tarantula. Like a freeze-dried tarantula. Okay, so it's dead. Yeah. It's been prepared for this. Okay. And I couldn't do that. If you handed me a freeze-dried spider and said, here, oh, see bon this? appetit, I'd be like, no. Oh, you're talking about like a normal-sized spider. Right, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think... If, but have you seen those crabs that are spider sized? Yeah. Right? Like the little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't, this may be common in lots of places, but it's not common here. And in Japan, you can buy a bag full of tiny crabs. Yeah. And people just eat them. It's it's the entire crab. They boil them up first. Yeah, yeah. Because if I understand correctly, eating them raw is really bad. Yeah, but yeah, they, they cook them up and they're, they're in a bag packaged. And people would just eat them. Huh. Like peanuts or whatever. Right. But like some, the thing about the big ass crab is that you crack it open and yeah. then you just take the stuff out from the inside. Right. If it was eat this eight inch diameter tarantula with like the fuzz and the hair and all that on it, it's like. Well, that's gross. I'm not going to eat a, a chicken with the feathers on it. I'm not going to eat the cow with the fur except for on the, it. I'm not going to eat the horse with the non-skinned head that's out right. in the pasture. You've got to get the hair off of it first. So the idea of eating a spider, if it was prepared in the same, along the same lines as other food, like here's the inside Right. Of the spider. Like, yeah. all right, is it how much meat is in a spider? Probably not a lot. Right. But they have the exoskeleton, and inside of that is, the, is meat. the meat. Right. So if the spider got as big as a crab, I would imagine you would cut the legs off. You would crack the legs open. The spider meat would look like crab meat. And that's what I would eat. Right. I'm not going to, like, eat the eyeball. No. Well, Andrews are not mom, right. <laughs> yeah, that dude probably. Won't. But that whole like eating the entirety of the thing is that's gross. It's hard for me to because you only do that because it's small. Because if it's a larger animal, right, like softball and up, we don't ever eat the entirety of it. You don't just take a bite out of it. (laughs) So when you see people doing the weird eating thing, it's like, why didn't you like eating a spider doesn't necessarily have to mean, okay. People eat frogs. Yeah. Frogs are relatively small. Do they eat anything besides the legs? No, I don't think so. But why not? You could round up a bunch of little tiny Spider-sized frogs, and just toss them back. <laughs> Why is it that it's like, oh no, only the legs of the frog? I would I rather mean, eat a frog than a spider. I mean, a lot of frogs and toads have some weird glands right about there, though. So maybe little, you're not supposed to eat those. The toxin shit. Well, yeah, toxin or the weird, funky, sticky mucus. You know. I guess they got bones too. It's got to be produced in there somewhere. Yeah, that would be gross. Because crabs don't have bones. 
Well, they do. It's just on the outside. <laughs> they have a bone case. Call it exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the landslide. <laughs> you know those little tiny birds that you see in parking lots and shit that are like golf ball size and they hop around. And they yeah. have like, you could eat that thing, right? I suppose you just chase it. Grab it, right? Raw? Well, that's and that how the guy's eating the spider. If you were gonna buy a freeze dried parking lot bird, it would just be <laughs> the entire bird, right? But it's freeze dried, so it's gonna be like crispy, right? But but you'd have to eat the feathers and shit, right? They didn't defuzz the spider. I think they do though. The tarantulas. Oh, do they? I think that because tarantulas, depending on the the tarantula, if that hair gets in your throat. Like, I don't know if it'll kill you, but it can jack up you pretty good. Well, I don't think we're meant to eat hair. Yeah, weird, right? Because <laughs> owls eat it, then they puke it back up or whatever, They right? do. Because they can't digest it. Well, you can't digest hair. It doesn't break down. Did you learn that at barber school? Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, everyone. <laughs> don't eat your client's hair. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It looked like very brutal. It's, it sounds and, brutal. And unforgettable. Because it wasn't even like... It, it's very normal in other countries, but we don't do this shit here where people cook with scissors. Right. And they just like they just go to Walmart and buy a pair of fucking scissors and they cut their food with it. Right. And it's like, this is odd. Like you would think like a nice sharp knife. Just take take the leg off if you're gonna do it. Right. But this dude was like sawn away, right? With like these dull scissors. And it's like, man, he's I think I he hope feels... we never find out they find out pain. <laughs> they feel pain. Well, you know, but I think there's a lot of I mean, that's the first time you saw that. I mean, this guy is indifferent to it because it's oh, yeah. his living, you know. Um, and people who've seen it happen you know, uh, I mean, I've seen two cows and a few pigs put down and I, I can't, I would never sign up for that job. You know, I mean, you think you could do the crab thing? I don't know if I could, you know, I, I'll eat it, but I don't want to prepare it. You know, one of the reasons why I haven't gotten, you know, like tried to dive into the whole hunting thing is, you know, we, for those that don't know, we live in a very hunting friendly city. Um, is, you know, I could shoot the animal, but I don't want to gut it and quarter it and yeah. out there it's gross. and and hope I could get that done before a mountain lion or a bear smells it or something, you know, cause then I'm fighting a mountain lion, which we've discussed before, <laughs> you know, um, but you know, I, I remember watching the, uh, the guy who came to butcher our, our cow, you know, I mean, he, Tied the cow off to his kill rig, you know, pulled out a a sizable revolver, put it up against his head and pulled the trigger and the cow hit the ground. And I'm like, like I could do that part, but even knowing the cow was dead, I don't want to cut it up. I just want, I just want to experience the fruits of the labor. Right. <laughs> you know, um, chickens are terrifying. You, you cut their heads off. 
and you don't hold them down, a lot of them they they do move around a lot after you take their heads off. Yeah, that's know? crazy. Um, pigs flop around a lot after you shoot them in the head. They their death rows are disturbing. I guess with the well, I guess with fish you do, but with crabs you don't have to do any of the gutting. No. So I guess the, I mean you have to gut it to eat it. You literally have to you know boil it up, and then you're gutting it in the process. Of I think it's it. the the skinning, right? Yeah, that part sounds terrible. That's gross. Too. Yeah. Especially if you're just taking the skin off the body and leaving the skin on the on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that creature survives that for some reason. <laughs> They're just out there in the field, skinless, <laughs> equidistant. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them apart from the horse with only the neck up skin. <laughs> I keep them apart. You don't want to get them confused. You might not know which one's which. <laughs> right. That would be that would be really terrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna look into this and next time we talk, if I I mean if I don't forget. There there's gotta be some kind of animal rights group for crustaceans. Oh, I have no doubt. Right? Quit fucking with the not not in terms of like we're eating too many lobsters. We're gonna run out of shrimp. But somebody that's like, you're killing these inhumanely. Because people will get mad that the cows are killed inhumanely when some of them are. Are any of them having their legs Ripped off while they're alive. No, not not quite as inhumane as all that. No. Matter of fact, I feel I feel worse for dairy cows than I do beef cows. Because dairy Cause cows they gotta live through it forever. I mean, they're they're constantly impregnated, so they're constantly producing milk. You know, which ruins any female's body. You know, can't just keep them pregnant all the time. Yeah, tell that to a Mennonite. <laughs> You will give me a litter of children. <laughs> you uh, familiar with the gun bro thing where you must call the part of the gun that holds the ammunition by a specific word and only that specific word and not the other word? I guess not. Oh, okay. Really? So, if among certain groups of people, I'm if you call these, it... These are gun bros. Yeah, yeah. If you call it a magazine, especially on the internet, you will just be, like, eternally tortured. You're not familiar with this? But that's what it is. I'm sorry, the other way around. If okay. you call it a clip. Right. You'll get made fun of, right, and abused, and okay. you run out of the forum or whatever it may be. <laughs> or if you're at Cabela's, they they kick you out, right? right? They, they walk you to the front. Out. You're banned for life. <laughs> and I've I've seen it put like it's called a magazine. Yeah, clips are 
things you put in your hair. In your hair. Clips yep. are. But it's like a magazine is a thing that you read. <laughs> so I understand like, well, this is the magazine. There's a dis- But there's another word for magazine that means something else. There's a distinct possibility. A magazine for ammo might be the older term than a magazine full of pages. Well, which, uh, well, yeah, guns came first, right? But for printed guns word? with magazines come first. And that's I, in my head. I'm like, I'm like, but this is like a semantic thing, right? Like we have all these words. We do. And I really get hung up on this shit because we're all, we're constantly making new ones. We're just inventing new words whenever right. we want. I, I believe back in what twenty ten we went ahead and put "bootylicious" in the dictionary. <laughs> Why not? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seems self-explanatory. I mean, type it out on your iPhone. It won't put the red underline. It's a real word now. It's oh, it doesn't get the. I hate that. I turned all that shit off. Do you? Yeah. Uh, that's why my texts sometimes are pretty illegible. Like whatever I typed out is what's getting. Sent so if it's if there's typos or whatever, it's just you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, like it's, or ask. <laughs> if it's bad enough that I don't think you can understand it, then I'll go back and change it. But it could be pretty egregious. But due to like context, right? So like you should know what I'm saying. I don't need to retype this, right? But I hate how it auto capitalizes your words, and I hate how it fixes everything to be like just like that's not how I talk. <laughs> Like, if I say, where are you going tonight? I didn't say... Going. Where are you going tonight? <laughs> where are you going tonight? <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you going this evening? Where are you going? <laughs> what are you doing? We don't even need... If we're going to talk about words <laughs> and how they evolve over time, do we need the G on yeah. the end of these words? Oh, at the end? Yeah, where are you going? G-O-I-N. <laughs> it's not a word for anything else. Going, going, going. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you going? If we're trying to maximize time and efficiency, (laughs) less letters (laughs) that mean the same thing are totally fine. Okay. But sometimes you do want to pronounce the whole word. Like when you're asking your kid, where are you going? Mm, For the emphasis. Yes. (laughs) Because you've already tried. Where are you going? And they were like, Wherever, like you could no. be like, listen, where are you going? going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you just lost all your edge. <laughs> These pretzels. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was the? Oh, so I just think you may be right about which word came first. Right. For the thing that holds the ammunition. Yeah. But also ammunition is a word. It is. And then you, but you were fine with ammo. Uh, yeah. Ammo okay. is a word. And magazine is a word for this and it's a word for that. Right. The so clip is a word for this and it's a word for that. Right. I think that like the urban youths, the youths? took yeah, the two youths. <laughs> the two youths. <laughs> Started using the word clip as like a slang right. version of it. And, you know, old farmer doesn't like 
the urban youth. And he's like, this isn't the way we do it. Like, son, it's a, I tell you, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you, it's a magazine. Where are you going with that clip there? <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird what people get hung up on of not accepting. Yeah, I get that. You know? And maybe that's what I'm doing. But I think I'm... It's no, because the love thing... Whoa, a throwback. Is... <laughs> Why? Well, no, no, I think that's right. I, I think that there should just be a different word to differentiate different type. Well, no, that is... That is what I'm talking about then, right? <laughs> I guess I'm confusing myself. Because I'm saying the gun people should let whatever... If they want to call it a clip, let them call it a clip. Whatever evolution of language has brought us to, right? these words now mean this. And I, there are different words that mean the same thing, and I'm saying that should be fine. But then when it comes to the love thing, I'm saying that isn't fine. That we should make up a new word. You did say that, yeah. But I think when you say, if you're driving down the street real slow and it's two in the morning and you and your boys are in the car and you say, hand me the clip, like they know what you mean, <laughs> right? If if you got a 70 year old. I hope, I hope if you hand me like a hair clip, I'd be like, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, bro. If, if, <laughs> If it's like a 70-year-old dude from Nebraska and you say, hand me the clip, he's going to know what you mean. He may not like it. Right. He may be like, here's the magazine. Right. But he knows. I think that when you say love, they may not know. Because I could be like, David, I love you. And then maybe you want to do it with me. And I'm like, no, that's not what I meant. Right, like maybe you like come over here and you sit a little too close, and it's like, no, That's, now we got to have this conversation. That was that not what that meant, but right. you're like, you said you loved me, right? And then I got to be like, David, there's different forms of love, and then we have to go through this whole process. But I think, I think most adults, or even even late teenage teenagers and up, understand, like there's a difference. Yeah, you know, because you but. You have friends, especially ladies, girls who love each other, but they don't want to do it. Yeah, that's, I think that's all bullshit too, though. Is it? You see these girls that tell each other, "Oh, I love you, I love you," and then one of them moves to a different state, and you never hear from them again. It's like, oh wow, that was a pretty intense love. Like, you know, she got a new job and she forgot all about you. Like, wow. What's interesting to me is you're you. You must have like this. Oh, are you going to insult me? Yeah, definitely. You ready? Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me strap in. <laughs> you almost come off as like you have this super romantic idea of love. Like you should only use that word when you mean it forever. You know? Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. 
but it also doesn't work in the way of we've worked together for a month and I love you and I'm getting a new job and you'll never hear from me again. But you could love that person in that moment on that level. Yeah. Okay. So I, I would completely disagree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but I don't, I think that's, no, I don't disagree. I think (laughs) that that's wrong. That isn't what that word means. Right. You have a very idealized version of love in your head, which is beautiful. The definition by the way. of love in my head is not right. that. So so I've told you before I love hold you. Hold on, hold on. I've told you and okay. Joni both I love you guys. Right. Yeah, you, so, you better fucking stop telling her that. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, she gets the wrong idea. Well, then I guess we have to have, have a conversation. <laughs> If teenage boy and teenage girl get together, okay. Oh, let's your son, okay, nineteen, right, Gideon? Yep, just about. He meets a girl. They date for a couple of weeks. He he's in love. He tells her that he loves her. You and I are gonna look at each other and kind of be like, "Oh my god, like, what a joke!" <laughs> right? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay. <laughs> Because you know that he doesn't know what that means. You know that it's not going to last. You know that in another month, they probably won't be together. Possibly, yeah. But but if it's the girl at work with her coworkers, you're totally fine with that fleeting, silly version of love. So why can't Gideon just be in love in the moment for the month and that's I'm not saying he can't but we would laugh about it I would say this kid believes he loves this girl yeah but you and and you can (laughs) you can what you can believe something that's wrong you can (laughs) you you can but it's not for me to dictate how someone else feels but it's not true for me no, like universally. No, for me. <laughs> for them. <laughs> they might feel like they love each other. They might. F- okay. Their approximation they of love. Feel. Love is like a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but love is also a choice. So. Okay, so now. I got an issue with the word feel, right? Okay. (laughs) Because you may feel like you love someone. Yeah. You might feel that. I agree with that. (laughs) I'm glad. But that feel is not the same feel as love is a feeling. Feel and feeling are in this, they're not the same thing. What? (laughs) (laughs) Love is a feeling is the way that you you feel. (laughs) Love is a feeling. The way that you feel. Yeah, they're two different things. What? What? What are you saying right now? (laughs) 
you may feel like you love somebody that could turn out to be true or not. Your feeling could be wrong. Okay. I feel like Corona was a hoax. I feel like gay people can't love each other and they should go to hell. Right? Wow. But that's, (laughs) that's just a thought. Those are thoughts. Now you're just misusing the word feel. But people will use it that way. I know they do. So maybe that's what I'm getting at. Thoughts aren't feelings. <laughs> right? Thoughts are thoughts. <laughs> thoughts are thoughts, yes. And sometimes, love, feelings, sometimes feelings influence thoughts. Love and vice versa. is a feeling. Yes. You feel it. Yep. And it could be wrong, it could be right, but you are like overcome with that sensation. Okay. But it's not a thought. Sometimes it is, though. But that's when it would be a thought and not a feeling. <laughs> and those are different things. Okay. You can... Th- <laughs> you can think that you love somebody. Okay. And you could feel like you love somebody. <laughs> right? Okay. And those aren't necessarily the same thing. That's interesting. Once you... Th- Think you feel you, you think you feel what did you think you love someone because you feel like you love them? So, I'm sorry, what? Say that again. <laughs> would you think I love this person because I feel like I love them? Yeah, but the feeling is the part that you feel, and the thinking is the part that you think. Okay. We does that, that needs to be a T-shirt? I think. <laughs> The feeling is the part that you feel. And the thinking is the part you can't, that you think. You can't, you can't think a feeling and you can't feel a thing. <laughs> you can't feel a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That was awesome. <laughs>